Hello. Hello, Mato. Can you hear us? I can, and I'm here to tell you the conditions on the ground here are as disgusting as they were when you left them. Gavin, I thought it odd that you would be in the helicopter covering your own uh, uh, evidence of shitting yourself. That's a weird one. <laughs> I knew you got out of there on time. I thought you'd be on the next train to Acapulco. But here you are, bravely and manfully in the AA Roadwatch helicopter. Giving Why the people we... the information they need, Manus. <laughs> uh, we just want to check from the desk here. You have stopped shitting. You're not just doing it from the helicopter now, correct? I'll have to check with my sources. <laughs> <laughs> Connor Faulkner, when will you ever grow out of this? <laughs> <sighs> they also do AA Child Watch, which is good when they... Uh... <laughs> Just on the M50, it is as wide as it is long. We are we are in Chode Watch. That is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's really good. I tell you I what, mean, I'm you... gonna I'm gonna pocket that one and find an opportunity to use AA Chode Watch <laughs> as at the nearest available opportunity. Really I mean, the truth of the matter is. Like a, an actual legitimate chode that was as wide as it was long, or it doesn't have to be wider. Is it wider, wi as wide or wider? Are squares or is it... allowed, or does it need to be yeah. wider? Yeah. Regardless, even if you see, even if we settle on the conservative definition of just being as wide as it is long, like that would be worth Connor Faulkman interrupting Morning Ireland to <laughs> talk about. <laughs> Where did it happen? Who's claiming it? Like. Yeah, I wonder, is there a length and width at which it is an appealing thing to have? No. <laughs> I mean, no. it depends on, depends on if your family are circus folk. It largely depends on whether you operate a traveling business where people look at a thing that they wouldn't expect, you know. But, but surely, like, I'm not to, I don't want this to be in the episode, but I've got to say it. But surely something like three inches both yeah. wide and long is more appealing than like six inches where you're like, fuck, that's too fucking wide, man. Yeah. yeah. But Three inches I've... wide is very wide. Like, that's very wide. I guess it depends on if you mean circumference or what do you really mean. It's Yeah, I feel like it's radius, not girth. Not not circumference. Radius. Diameter, surely. Diameter. Double diameter. Diameter. Yeah, because like your radius would be would be as at least like ready, like because if you stretched out the circle, you know, which is what yeah, a showed would do, if given yeah, the opportunity. Yeah. I'm standing here, uh, Brian Dodson, next to a tuna can that was affected by the chode. The back of the can has not been breached, but the sides have been thoroughly knocked out. Connor <laughs> Fawn, AA Chode Watch, RTE News. <laughs> Very <laughs> I love it. I love I mean, it. They don't. They don't ask you very. We don't ask you for much, listener or Connor. For like, cause it's the traffic. It's like, what are they gonna do? Like, guys, yeah, the traffic guys. So that's pretty bad. You're gonna be late for work, probably. If you're checking AA Road Watch to see if you're gonna be late, you are, cause you had that extra slice of toast or whatever. <laughs> but and it's always it's like, well, it's Wednesday, and the usual. That's all AA Road Watch ever was. M50s backed up. The long mile was a problem, and the right car around. Yeah, all the same. Show. Every yeah. every day, every day of the week. Whereas if like one time it was like, there's a guy out here who's a dick 
It is, it is, I swear to God, wider than it is long. I know it doesn't seem possible, but this is why we have the helicopters. <laughs> this is, and funny enough, he can't helicopter, really, because of the, <laughs> because of the dimensions of his wiener. <laughs> Not to dissect the frog on this, but I think the like anatomical reality of a chode isn't as funny as the word chode. Like the word, word yeah. the sound mm. is doing so much of the heavy lifting there. Yeah, uh, it, 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 I think what it would be is just like it's like your, you, it's like the diameter of your balls, but like your dick is not smaller than that. It's just it goes the whole way. That'd be like a uh, see. I think I think the only way that the maths checks out is that it's like a one by one cube. Why would it be a cube? Well, I mean, it's yeah, like the one shape it wouldn't be. Oh, look, if we're already getting weird with it, let's give it some fucking edge here. Well, it would have an edge if it was a cube. That's it would, for sure. and you'd be edging the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think, yeah, I mean, because well, I, I mean, when science finally catches up, we will all have just like Play-Doh squashers to make the shape of penis. Play-Doh like, squashers! The ones we feel like having that day, you know, it's like a crescent moon penis for the day. You don't want it all the time. But you'll... <laughs> And there'll be, you know, there'll be like someone on the internet going like, yeah, look, crescent moon penises are crescent moon penises, whether they got there by a Play-Doh or not. And then someone else will be going, no, we need to keep crescent moon penises out of our bathrooms because they will touch our children. That's what they'll do. And it'll be, that's how it'll be. It'll be the new trans thing. JK Rowling is against medically induced trans penises that are crescent moon shaped, I think. I think that's what she said. Yeah, yeah. She's been very I, clear offered, on this I'm one issue. Putting words in J.K. Rowling's mouth. No, I mean that's what a Snape is. If you look up Urban Dictionary, it is <laughs> aggressive moon shaped penis. You know. And Graham Linehan will have a field day. It'll be good. I'm excited. It's going to be big smiles, happy days, and soft serve ice cream. We're all here at the final countdown. Um, I'm Anders Crumman, this is Gavin Carberry and Jack Toner realised we haven't introduced ourselves for a couple of episodes, so all those new listeners will be curious as to who they're, you know, here I think, which is... The, I, I just, yeah, they should be, and they should immediately stop listening, because I have just legitimately just been googling trying to find a picture of a legitimate real-life chode. Is it a and, problem? But it's, no, wait, what? wait, Jack you're interrupting, no, no I think the, the correct way of saying that is we briefly interrupted you googling pictures of chodes <laughs> and that period of interruption has now stopped yeah yeah, yeah. oh god sorry guys i gotta stop looking at chodes to do the podcast oh, this is another question. Right i don't think i've ever seen it written down i, I always imagined it was c-h-o-a-d but yes. now that i think of it why wouldn't it be c-h-o-d-e i, yeah, I, I thought i thought I, I thought it was the first one and it turns out it's the second and in Irish, it's just S H S E O F O D D. It's showed cool. <laughs> because in our, you know, well, well of course, your name is. Irish, yeah. They don't have that letter in the Irish alphabet. Okay, well, might we address that then? If it's not a dead language, which I don't, you know, shouldn't we just have it? Let's have V. V's good. We need V. You know, but they didn't have a Y, of course, in the Irish alphabet. All right, but you know they didn't have a word for car either, but we made one up. So, <laughs> which used to be when I was a small boy, glue stone, and then when I was a slightly bigger boy, they changed it to car, 
<laughs> yeah, those <laughs> those Anglo file or Anglophilic like um, Irish words are so fucked up. Yeah, microwa. <laughs> <laughs> like in Welsh, they actually don't fuck around. In, in Wales, if they didn't have a word for it, they just use the English word. They're yeah. just like coughing and spluttering their way through an incomprehensible sentence and then they go radio and it's like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I resp- and that's why Welsh is a great big success if if in fact the experiment that is the country of Wales is something of lesser success. Mm. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back back Amen. to the sea with it, I think, was uh, the, the verdict. Yeah, and even mm. if it wasn't in the sea before, I'm for putting it there now. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. But we've got choirs, and we and we're ba- and and that's it, really. Basically, is what we have, <laughs> and uh, we, you know, God bless them. They're the worst of the home nations, and they yeah, sure make us look good. They sure, they sure. <laughs> There's a weird thing that, like, I think people who've never left their house have about this idea that there's some sort of Celtic unity between the Irish, the Scots, and the Welsh, and the only way you could think that is if you'd never met anyone from those places <laughs> <laughs> they have when, anything when the scots more. are over when the scots are over for the rugby like i like like that is that is one of the more fun weekends of the six nations like it sure beats the french sure beats the english i don't agree i think the english are lovely the, the rugby fans anyway. english rugby fans are lovely damn uh, and- Damn the, Scots, the, the Scots that come here aren't so bad. It's the ones who are in Scotland. Look, to quote Longshanks, the problem with Scotland is that it's full of Scots. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, like, jus prima noctis is disgusting, except we should do it for Scotland. We should breed them out, is what I'm saying. We should, we should replace them, if you will. A great, I have a theory about a great replacement that I think we should... <laughs> like we thought there'll be less Scottish people. We'll just replace them with some sort of new kind of Scottish person. But that sort of is what was the history of the two countries, wasn't it? It was like every few years a bunch of Irish people would go over there and raid them and like take over. And then like a couple of years later, they'd be like, ah, oh, fucking Ireland, let's go back there and raid there. And they just sort of did that back and forth for several hundred years before the English finally civilized us. <laughs> oh thank god you're here oh goodness I, oh, I was worried there for a moment my land remained unstolen how wonderful <laughs> you're here um, I don't know I saw, I saw at least one delicious pint of water being drank there I actually did purchase a beer in Donnybrook Fair to drink during this episode so I might as well go and fetch it you've got a beer and I don't more like Donnybrook unfair oh, I say it probably is uh, I say I dare say All right. very good uh, I'm so gonna get, get it is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, 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 that's great. I'm gonna get um my shit together. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> the first time, I don't have a beer. I, I I don't have a beer worth drinking, and I don't want to drink anymore. Yeah, I've, I've I've done a lot of it. I don't well, wanna... that's what you've done, Jack, is good. Well, because what you've done is taken a life that was basically without a drinking problem and, and gotten yourself one, which is good. I think I don't have a drinking people... problem. I have a hangover problem. 
Yeah, which is, I mean, and that's, they happen independent. No, you're right. I mean, it's, it is the fault of the hangover. I'm not saying you have a drinking problem. You probably have a partying problem. Yeah, I have a partying problem. I have a, I have a busyness problem, yeah. Yeah, you're too busy. What it is, is you're too busy. You, but, you're, 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 too, you're too much at it. You're too much at the grindstone. What you're mm. doing, Jack, is if anything, you're, um, you're, you're getting after it a bit too much, you know. Uh, I, I, I was talking to Andrew Tate the other day, actually, and, and he had many things to say about many things. And one of them was that there's one man he admires for his grind set attitude. And he did say it was you. He said it was you. He said it was me. Oh, that's great. And if there's anyone I want to impress, it's the Sigma King himself. Sigma King. Is that him? Where is interested to no, know? No, no, what? Where, where is Andrew Tate these days? Romanian jail. Romanian jail. Then how is he all over my YouTube again? He's I mean, having no. a great time, smoking cigars, telling me what to do. God, that does sound good. I mean, the things he says aren't great, but like as a lifestyle, smoking a cigar and telling people what to do. Like, have, that... have you considered just hanging out more with Manus? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he doesn't smoke sound... nearly enough cigars. No. <laughs> <laughs> one time we were uh, we were in, we were in James's mom's house, and because we'd been staying in a, in, in the, their flat in Edinburgh, and, and we were it, sick of it, so we told yeah. turf the old lady out. We turf that old bitch out, and we we went to her house, and we went there, and uh, and she was like, "And can you believe the 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 the, the neighbors from the, from the building were saying that there was this forty five year old man." With a big beard walking up and down the stairs smoking cigars. Uh, and I was like, I'm gonna stop you there. That was me. And she goes, No, no, no. They said they said this guy was really boorish and very and I'm 45 years old. I was like, again, I'm just gonna tell you the person they're describing there is me. <laughs> 45. Yeah, she could no, because every time I said that was me, she kept going, No, no, they said this guy was middle-aged. <laughs> <laughs> I was all of 26 years old at the time. And, oh. and we very nearly, we very nearly got, uh, got, in, got in quite a bit of trouble with the police one of those nights where uh, there was a party going on and I had some things on me I shouldn't have had and we were coming down to go over to the Banshee Labyrinth to do our show and a police car pulled up and Rise were coming out the door and said, hey, hang on a second. Did you guys just come from that apartment up there? And the criminal mastermind that I was, I stopped and said, no, we came from somewhere else. <laughs> and they were, oh, it's all right. They came from somewhere else. <laughs> Sorry to bother you, boys. Didn't realize you were coming from somewhere else. Those guys came from Wait, somewhere I else. Came so from they were, somewhere they were else fine. as well. You weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> we were just having pints somewhere else. Didn't see hiding or tail you. One of those excuses you're giving it, you're like, okay, I mean, they're gonna let's just put this one out just there. Think, we're gonna think of something better later, and they're like, all right, so they came from somewhere else. We're okay. <laughs> we're okay. We're, felt like uh, was that the the Ricky Gervais film, The Invention of Lying, where he just figured out you can just tell a thing that didn't happen, and like <laughs> no one no one else knows about it. Yeah. I'm only, I'm sorry, I'm the only one with a beer. What, what a fancy beer I did get. I yeah, gotta have a seven up. Seven oh, up that's three. seven up's a very fancy beer. You need to let that seven up ferment. First, it becomes a cidona, and then it becomes a cider. <laughs> well, well, I, I, well I, I'll leave it open. You know, I'll let it breathe. I'll let the tannins release. Yeah. 
I've gone out of the. I've gone. Out, I'm recording in our bedroom, and Michelle's out in the sitting room watching television. And I have now left the room twice: once to get a beer, and once now to get an opener. And each time she's looked up like a like a puppy dog, and, and like as if I was finished. And she's like, oh, "Can we have our dinner now, please?" <laughs> and it's never been true. Yes, yeah, I love to do start. early start. I love to do early start time for us. Uh, it's good when we can do it. It's great because I mean, it gives you yeah. it gives you your Monday evening back, which you should be dedicating to. Yeah, um, and getting your Monday evening back on a Tuesday is an even bigger bonus. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's bigger than our time travel. It's the yeah. best. This is how Hulk Hogan wrestled four hundred days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> but you were right, Jack. Seven Up does ferment into, or maybe it was Gavin who said, does ferment into Sidana before it becomes a delicious. Uh, white Claw, which I think is what it turned into. Yeah. After that, have we? Sidona did just exist to make you like side before you, they were allowed legally sell it to you, right? I mean, that was the purpose of it, right? It tastes yeah. a lot like cider. It tastes the fucking same. Man. <laughs> so, I, I've never you, wanted to take. One. If you were to take a Sidona and put like a shot in it, yeah, and take a cider and give it to someone, at sufficient coldness, I wonder. I wonder if someone would figure out the difference. I don't know that the shot is even necessary. No, I, yeah, I just don't think you would. I think you would not know. I think you'd have to put the shot in to make it a fair fight, though. You gotta like <laughs> think without without them, they're the same thing. They are. It's like it's like how how what I'm trying to figure out is how successfully have they added the alcohol? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what your point is. No, <laughs> no. I think he's saying that is they there, taste the same. Is there a difference yeah, between Sidona between cider? An alcoholic Sidona and some sort of like like using Sidona as a mixer. The alcohol in cider so well that if you were to add to make it five percent like vodka and Sidona, how much worse would it taste? That's a good question. Well, it's a question no one's ever asked before, which usually means we're onto something. (laughs) And given it's us who's onto it, it's a question no one will ever answer. No one will ever answer. We well, I'll promise to look into it next week, and we never then will. Oh, yeah. So I feel I feel a bit silly being the only one with a beer, given as well how very fancy this beer appears to be. It is so fancy, in fact, that it comes in like a like a like a wrapper. Oh, it's in a fucking paper thing. That's nice. This is, which is why they can charge you a fiver for a three hundred and thirty milliliter bottle of beer. It's called Bacchus. That's a Belgian beer. It's a Creekin beer. And I think means it has cherries in it. Now it has a great big, you'll see there, 15% written. Oh, baby got backers. But that is not, that's a very good joke. That's that's cleverer than the amount of laughter I gave you there. You did deserve a laugh there. It just, it didn't, for whatever reason, come out. But that was funny. Um, In fact, we may try to rework that later. I'll I'll tell you that this has that, and I'll ask you to stay away from my son again, and then you (laughs) get a lot of it deserved. But actually, the fifteen percent refers to how much cherries is in it. (laughs) It's actually only five point eight percent alcohol by volume. It's a cherry beer. Now, I really I'm a sucker for packaging, and so is Jack. Um, Yeah, I really mark like oh, they've done one extra thing. And it wasn't yeah, in making yeah, the product be better. Yeah, must be better. Yeah, it must be like much the uh, ten thousand fathoms. Is that the um, with the wax with, 
with the uh, yeah, is it two hundred fathoms or however many it is? Yeah, but it has yeah, it has the wax the, the wax uh, but, thing, and it's like know, yeah, give me give me it. Yeah, um, less convenient to open. Love us, yes, more. Yeah, love it. Probably but made you, it more expensive. Yeah, but it's definitely a thing that like um, the same wine out of a heavier bottle is consistently reviewed better. Like you know, Whoa. that's not it's not us. We're just we're just we just know that we're particular marks for it. We it's know not, we are. We are not particular marks. We just know we're marks. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, yeah, this sweet. reminds me. Of my, I just want you to tell, tell you that my YouTube algorithm, especially the shorts, is a fucking shit show. I don't know <laughs> what sort of blubbering idiot they think I am, but I am getting the worst nonsense imaginable. One of them today, on that point, was like, it, gave, it was a guy who was like commenting on this where yeah. they poured out a few drops of Pepsi and a few drops of Coca-Cola <laughs> and left a bunch of ants like go loose right. to see which the ants prepared and your man was like we both laughing too this is the perfect <laughs> This is This is the perfect experiment because as humans we make decisions based on mark <laughs> <laughs> But the ants They're <laughs> 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 really good. I mean, can't argue with them. Ants <laughs> do not make their decisions based on marketing. <laughs> Ants famously free thinkers. Well, the hymenopterids are, why aren't they specifically drones, most of them? Uh, specifically <laughs> a hive mind, yeah. I mean, the queen, well, yeah, you just see the ant, the ants are like, let's go for the Pepsi or the Coke. But whereas at home in the nest, the queen is looking at the television and going, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that Pepsi ad's pretty good. Get him to bring me that. <laughs> yeah, we set out two piles of sugar one of them very large and one of them slightly less large now what we're going to do is track which one attracts more ants by volume because you see ants will not be persuaded by the marketing <laughs> they'll just go for the most sugar They'll just go for they'll, the most delicious. They'll go <laughs> the most complex the most flavor. Not necessarily the one with the most sugar, although definitely that one. <laughs> although, you know what ants like? They have nothing like it. They like sugar and flying and picking the one day for to fly around that you're having a barbecue on. 364 <laughs> yeah. days of the year, ants walk along the ground and the one day you have a barbecue, they're like, yeah, just today we'll have wings and fly yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. And there won't just be a few of us either. There is, I mean, this is barbecue Thousands ruining. bordering on millions of us. <laughs> you won't be able to be outside. You get maybe four days a year that are as nice as this, and two of them are going to be taken up for this. <laughs> well, it's, it's honestly, it's on you for, for continuing to host your infamous sugar barbecues. <laughs> Not for marketing them so effectively. The ants don't fall for marketing. I was always told ants, that. Famously, that ants do not the fall for marketing. First thing you're taught in, in, in secondary school. Um, <laughs> first thing in secondary school. 
Actually, the first thing we were taught in secondary school, because there was a bunch of, like, we were went to a mixed secondary school, and I'd been to an old boys primary school. So the first mm-hmm. thing we were taught was, these are girls. Now, in some ways, they're very similar to, the, to, to boys. But in other ways, you can't do the same things in and around them that you've been sort of used to doing to your peers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying no wedgies. But no wedgies. No, yeah. <laughs> we all know it's no wedgies. Come on, guys. Now, now the, the, there is a compromise. There is a compromise. You, we will allow you, we, you are not allowed to grab the back of their bra, pull it backwards, and snap them in the back with it. But you are allowed to do that. <laughs> there will be, that will be marked down as harmless fun. No matter. <laughs> that's just, that's the trade-off, you know. That was like considered like a funny thing to do. And like the teacher would catch you at it and they'd go, stop that. And that'd be it. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe single sex skills might be the way to go. I don't know. Or educate the children, but that's harder. Oh, way it just harder. seems difficult. It just it seems more difficult to do that. So let's instead of that, because that's slightly hard, let's just keep them all um, away from each other. Until they're Let's say sixteen, and then by then they'll know what to do. Yeah, I think by then they'll know. They'll just figure it out. Figure it out. Should we always figure it out in the past? Didn't we? I mean, don't look into that. Don't ask anyone or find out in any way. I was trying to try this cherry beer actually. Never. Oh, Sometimes yeah. our segues are so bad that when I listen back to the episode, it's like, oh, I don't remember putting an edit in there. But no. it's just no there was no edit i'm just fucking i'm really hoping this goes in the sour end rather than the fruity end but that's oh the sour end is that the end that goes in okay (laughs) it doesn't that's that's just a that's just a big jug of cherry jam (laughs) i can't tell if that's a good thing I mean, it's not unpleasant at all. It's quite nice if it was a sweet. Mm. He had a boiled... It's very much like a boiled sweet. Now, I realise that... Well, there is a, there is a sourness to there. There is a, a sour sort of aftertaste to it. I realise that whatever a creaking beer is, I didn't know what it was. But I have plenty of friends who do, so it was knowable. I didn't have to go into this beer entirely ignorant. In fact, you don't even need friends. Google it if you want. Yeah, you've access to the internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's really not unpleasant at all. This is like, but it's a sweet. This is a sweetie. This is mm. a sweetie with some of that sugar on it that somehow makes it sour. Yeah, you think it'd make it sweeter, but it doesn't. You know, when you get like a little. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Do they not sweet. put citric acid in it? I guess they must. So that would probably make sense. But you know, it, could they not do that with like the non-sugary ones? Is just is that the way they apply it? Yeah, I don't know. Like Thai fastics, if you get them from Haribo, they're like, ooh, soury, chewy gum yums. But if you just get a fucking, like a gummy bear, it's just like, oh, this doesn't taste like anything. What's yeah, yeah, this is, I know this is all sugar, and yet it's not even sweet. Yeah, who's, that was another big one. You remember, and you don't really see the ads on the telly anymore, but they were very clever, the natural confectionery company. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they 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 were they made it seem like a health food. Yeah, yeah. 
it's like yeah it's we like use all natural sugar it's like, so <laughs> not like that ones. weird freak better for you sugar that some artificial sweeteners have <laughs> these are nothing but the purest sugar and gelatin a big bag of nothing but that for your children with only the naturalist eu approved artificial colorings because <laughs> i guess it is healthier to just have it be like sugar and gelatin or whatever as opposed to whatever franken food might be but i used to fucking eat them like i'd be like guys i'm taking it handy today just a bag of a natural confectionery <laughs> Sour squirms. And yeah, since I'm being so good, please. Since I'm being so good with those, let's make it two packs. <laughs> but that percent, I was like 24 and trying to diet doing that. I was like, oh, it's yeah. basically fruit. It's basically fruit. And every everything in modern capitalism is trying to find out a new way to be like. These chicken skins that are just the skins of the chicken deep fried wrapped around basically chips. I mean, that that is keto plus. They're keto yeah, plus. Yeah. It's keto plus another thing, which is better. Plus is better. So yeah. eat them. But like the the workaround the workarounds are also such fucking paper paper walls. Like yeah. for for Cocoa Pops, they have to say, eat as part of a balanced breakfast. And oh, like, yeah. what the how fuck does that look you, like? How much breakfast do you got to be eating to balance that out? <laughs> you yeah. balancing it with... Are you balancing it with a half marathon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they... Um... So what you're want, going to want to need is this, and you're going to just mix it with Complan, because that has all <laughs> the nutrients you need. Yeah. You, know, you look at the serving, like the ser- like, oh, one serving is only 126 calories. Oh, and how much is a serving? It's four and a half pops. Yeah. If you pull four. Like they pull the, like Coke and noodles and they put the calories on it. It's like, well, a serving is half of that. What? <laughs> I mean, how are you doing that? That's good for you, I guess. One third of a Mars bar is your regular amount of Mars bar that you're supposed to have. A standard drink is a half pint. I mean, what are we to say? They kind of got us. And it's all nanny state, you know? know Just let me eat. Like, I can make the right decisions. I know what is a natural (laughs) confectionery and what is an unnatural (laughs) confectionery. Yeah, I don't need those EU confectionery straighteners coming around here. (laughs) Yeah, the problem is we combine the, like, the instinct of having the state protect us with, like, also having um, a company with lots of money having loopholes to mean the state doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, well, we need to, well, we need to have the state tell us what's in the food pyramid. But as well, it's all gonna be basically carbs at the bottom, which is the best. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. we need. Is that we'll get it into the schools? We'll educate them. It's it would be better to have nothing because if you had nothing, you would at least know. You'd be sitting there going, well, I mean, the state doesn't have our back. And we kind of have to be wary here. But if you've got the food pyramid, you're like, have I had my 17 potatoes today? I have had that. Like, potatoes were below fruits and vegetables. Like, fruits fruits were quite high up on the food pyramid, if I remember correctly. They were. Like, Take it easy with the old grapes there. You, know? <laughs> you haven't had your pint of milk in 20 have another pint of milk and 14 slices of bread <laughs> before you get a strawberry all right 
it's what we all wanted. And uh, in Scrumbleby news, uh, which is yeah, the, oh, the final, oh yeah, doing sports podcast. What what a weekend of sport it was. Uh, uh, the Titans of Fiji destroyed the Titans of England, which was good. Making the boats seem normal I was, size. I was so pro South Pacific teams during that game. And then right afterwards, as soon as it looked like Samoa were about to uh, do <laughs> yeah. number in Ireland, I was like, no, but no, but that it's different when it's now. I um I didn't see any of the games this weekend. I was away, but but um at, at other, you know, better sports because mm. you could decide the outcome. Um, were they good games? Like, are we in yeah. for? Well, uh... the Eng- I didn't see most of the English one. No, the Irish Samoa game was awful. It was... Oh, it's wet. It's just, it's, it was just super wet, like, um, and like not like uh, like it actually wasn't as close as it sort of seemed. Or Ireland just kept like I don't know. There was some funky business going on. Um. But yeah, this could be 2007 again. The Ireland could be going out in the group stages. This could be. We'd love to see it. Well, at this point, though, like the, the criticism always is, it's like, oh, they're expecting to win the thing, and then they go out in the quarterfinals. Like, I don't think if you talk to an Irish rugby fan, none of us are expecting to win it. No. <laughs> like, we're no. all going, like, this is going to end in the quarterfinal defeat at best. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd love to make it to the quarterfinals. Yeah. At least this time we can blame it on the. The boogie. Blame it on the what? The boogie. Well, we've already tried well, blaming it on the good times. Blaming it on the moonlight. No, don't blame it on the moonlight. Don't what? blame it on the good times. Don't blame it on the sunshine. Blame it on Traore. I believe was the, the old Liverpool song. He just can't. He just can't. He just can't control his feet. <laughs> Jimmy Traore. God bless his precious little socks. So yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to be doing full World Cup uh, coverage on the Scrumble Absolutely. Yeah, you think Squidge so, Rugby has content? No, no, no. Just join the Scrumble uh, Bee for... Rugby. God, anyone who's paying attention to the game can suck my dick. We're just going to come on here with <laughs> some sort of not, some sort of idea of what we think things should be and then sort of do it, you know, maybe or sort of, or kind of, oh my. And, be good. and when eventually South Africa just win the World Cup, which is what's going to happen, and they had an interesting tra- uh, strategy against New Zealand on, on the Friday, which was seven forwards in the substitutes. And that, and yeah, back. I mean, begrudgingly adding uh, a utility back in the, <laughs> in the bench. They really, you can tell, they really want to be a zero. <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're just pushing Wait, it. Sorry, what they, they legitimately like put yeah, on yeah, like seven, a seven, seven man, 20 minute wrecking crew. 20 minute wrecking crew, they replaced the they replaced seven out of the eight forwards on 47 minutes. They wow. just brought on an entirely new pack. I, I had to check that Warren Gatlin wasn't the coach. <laughs> I had to check that it was actually Razzie Erasmus. Because like while Razzie likes a like a forward friendly split, I was like, it just felt like Warren Gatlin putting 15 people in the line out. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? <laughs> how fuck how bloody dare you? And there's a mixture of reaction to it of being like, oh, they're going to get caught out if they do this. To another type of person who's going, yeah, they're going to get caught out, but what if they don't? And there's like saying like it's cheating. It's like, no, it's not cheating. Yeah. Like they could get caught out. And if well, they can't. What even look like? Their backs well, get tired. Get, like an injury, an injury, one injury in the back line. And then suddenly you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you Fran- only Fran- have a Fran- six to two split? Uh, yeah, France 
had this problem, or was it to lose against it Leinster? Was to lose against Leinster, yeah. To lose yeah. against Leinster, where Entomac got injured and they moved to Pont to ten. It was a total nightmare. Yeah, because you do, you do, you, you think that like, and it's 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 very understandable thing to think. It's like, well, actually, if we don't really because we can because within the team we can put this player in and switch this player out, and there's really only one substitute, but there's like five positional changes. But it's like, yeah, but you just made fucking five positional changes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we could simply put one of our, our our flankers on the wing. And every time I hear people talk about that without it being, and you know they're trying it in training. With the like, but it's like so different in the live in live firing live rounds. Uh, I think Monster tried to play David Wallace in the center once because he was like quick and he was like you know strong. I was like, why can't he just play first center? And it was a fucking disaster. He might as well have picked someone from the AIL. Uh, didn't Italy pick um, Sergio Parise at scrum half once? Yeah. And it was like, well, he's got a really good pass for a seven. <laughs> and this way he'll get his hands on the ball a lot more and we can get and it's like it's a tight it's like fucking it's like someone who's only ever played like championship manager soccer and yeah like, well technically if i move him here he's actually points rating actually goes up so that's <laughs> therefore it's good we should play raheem sterling in goal you know and that sort of stuff and it never works so i don't know i'd be interested to see it I, you you would be so annoyed if it happened to you you're playing against South Africa. You're just about yeah. losing, but like, you're like, well, we've worn down their pack. And it's like, oh, here's a new pack. Here they are yeah, now. Yeah. It was like, like that day happens. the Italians decided not to do rooks. Oh, that was amazing. That was a I great day. Was, what a great so day. Yeah. It's not rugby. <laughs> well, because it was against England, it was because it was against England. It would have been against Ireland, I'd have been furious. But because it's <laughs> yeah. against England. And, and they're, they're going, sir, sir, please stop them doing that. And he goes, I'm not here to like tell you how to play the game. This is just <laughs> telling you that's not a rook. <laughs> <laughs> was that, was uh, uh, Connor, whatever. The Irish Connor was, okay. was Connor yeah, O'Shea. Was the <laughs> yeah, that could not have been an underdog team embarrassing England because of an Irish guy's idea. Or at least helmed by, yeah, perfect, perfect. I mean, was, right? Their second, if, if that hadn't worked in the second half, they were going to all uh, all go on the tram and take over the GPO uh, in the hope <laughs> that somehow that would uh, result in, in, in everything being okay. If that had worked even a bit better than it did, it's a perfect example of, of like try it a bit worse before you try and make it better. If the 1916 Rising had been any more le- less pathetic, if it had been a slightly better insurrection, it wouldn't have worked. Because, like, it was such a failure that they were just, like, everyone sort of just felt sorry for them. <laughs> and we were like, oh, that's, come on, you don't have to shoot them. They weren't really, I mean, come on. They, were, <laughs> they tried to take over a post office. They took over a, a post, post office, office, a flour mill, a biscuit factory, and St. Stephen's Green. I mean, like if they'd have been like a serious threat, I think the public would have been like, yeah, okay, yeah, shoot them. Like, it was was sort of like shooting the airsoft team or something for taking a photo in front of the bank. And they're like, they're robbing the bank. And then boom, you know. Yeah, we're very anti the heroes of 1916 on this podcast. Very anti. Very anti. Come up very often, but we just just really think they get too much praise, to be honest with you. And then. And they must have, they had, so, do you ever notice that they had so many descendants? Like, disproportionately so for those who died at the age of 25. Like, 
everyone you meet in a pub after a certain time, like had a grandfather who fought <laughs> in 1916. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Right beside Commons, too. He must have been just going up and down you know, the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Him and De Valera, you know. In fact, I, I, on one night out in Dundalk, I met 14 different people whose great-grandfather, in fact, was the next person going to be executed after Connolly before they stopped all the... Uh, wow, a lot of cousins out that night. A lot Many of cousins. cousins. <laughs> I don't know what it is, you know. I think we picture the other side as being like a bunch of stiff upper lip Brits trying to put down the Irish, whereas like... There were a lot of Irish on that side as well. So, like, you may get a certificate, but it won't say for what side you were on. <laughs> it's like in, 19, like in 1916 or whatever it was, but then when it's like the other war of independence, it's like, oh, who were the evildoers that, were, um, that we were fighting against? Like shell-shocked 19-year-olds straight out of the First World War. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, the Black and Tans were terrible, but, like, I mean, Jiminy Christmas. I mean, what did they see <laughs> over there? <laughs> if Dan Carlin was doing a history of the Black and Tans, he'd be like, and then the next thing you know, what if we took a load of kids who didn't know anything about anything and sent them somewhere else? Well, they wouldn't do that. But what if they did? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of uh, lot of good people on both sides, is what I'm saying. I think we're a both lot of, sides. Yeah, kind of. yeah, a lot of good people on both sides. We're I think that's what sides. we're all saying. We're a both sides kind of podcast. I like to do that every time anything happens. I like to come on and go, let's look at the other side. Let's just, let's, you know, if there's a fucking, if there's a, like a natural disaster, I'll be like, from the perspective of the landslide, it was a pretty yeah. good day. <laughs> you actually do it uh, at the start of films as well. Man. Just like, yeah. This Tyrannosaurus could actually turn out to be a good guy. And one time you were right. <laughs> he did. He did. That was a weird yeah, Jurassic Park. Like the enemy was the Tyrannosaurus, but then they were like, "But these raptors are pretty." Jurassic Park was an allegory for George W. Bush coming in to be the hero of liberalism after Donald Trump, where they were like, "Man, we really hate Donald Trump. I wish George Bush would come in and save us from him for some reason." And then he did. Da, 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 da. He comes in. You know, oh, he's painting now. Look how nice he was. That's the that's what I wanted. <laughs> Donald Trump wasn't confident enough to coordinate two wars on two continents, you know, and a tor and a secret torture program while spying in his own country. I'll have you know. <laughs> Dick Cheney was the only one confident enough to do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for him like. Can you imagine the handover from the Bush administration? It's like, right, so we've set up this fucking mad militaristic <laughs> state, and it's yours now, bud. Yeah, you got of... the wheels to this fucking tank. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna maybe try and stop that. And they're like, yeah. The funny thing is, we've actually set it up in such a way that if you were to even attempt to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me why, but we actually have a deal with Vladimir Putin that if you do, he's going to launch nukes at your house. Don't, don't ask me why we've done that. Don't ask. Me. Yeah, listen. It, we took a lot of cocaine. It was, uh, it was, you know, it was a fun thing. Neocon as well now it seems like a fun thing to be at. It sounds like Comic Con. <laughs> like it doesn't sound bad. A Comic Con, yeah, a Comic Con for for um, the Neo. artist Neo. Yeah, formerly known as Neo, I think. 
Well, because he died, he sacrificed himself to the machines in the third matrix so that he would save humanity or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's I how I remember that. it. That's how I certainly remember it that way. But what I'm waiting for and I'm excited about is what disaster of a US president we're going to have next. It may be Trump, but again, but whatever one we have after him, because he'll be worse. It just seems to be a trend. They get worse. And mm. to where eventually Donald Trump will be on Ellen DeGeneres showing us his oil paintings. It will be going, he wasn't that bad, really. I mean, compared to... <laughs> Compared to Zordon, Lord of Chaos, he really was, you know, fiscally speaking, quite responsible. I mean, look, <laughs> we had our disagreements, me and Donald Trump, but 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 uh, what he didn't ever do was put a laser on the White House to fire a, a, an enemy planet far away, and then it would go on and it would go on like that. And it'd be like Zordon respected his conquested enemies. I'll say that for Zordon, <laughs> not like Glorbad. From that other solar <laughs> planet. At least he was from the Milky Way galaxy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and the cycle will go on. But it won't. We'll, we'll all die. I hope I die before that happens. I hope I die before they kill us. You know, I want to be 95. You hope you die peacefully in your bed, having lived a long life. And then the next day, it's like, bam, space laser. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, then space laser. I don't want a second of my life to be sacrificed to space laser, but fuck everyone else. <laughs> Shoot them with a space laser. Well, because like you, you've got to go home from a party. Like you don't resent anyone ever more than when you're like, oh man, I've got to be up early. I've got to go home from this party. But you don't want to be at the party forever. But you don't want anyone else to have any more fun. <laughs> you know? I do. What I'm saying is, I want to take everyone with me. I want to. I want to take my face off. Oh, you want to take your face off. Uh, that sentence just you... became a manifesto so gradually. So quickly, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I barely even noticed it happening. And then I was like, wait a minute. This will be used as evidence. For what? But, I should say example. something and get my voice on this evidence. I mean, you know, the key is, though, well, what evidence of what, though? I mean, the only people who get this sort of thing used as evidence against them succeeded at something at some point. Like, mm. no, Bob's like, you, you take us all with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I might, I might. I don't have it in me to take enough of you with me. It'll be like me and like four unlucky passengers on the sea taxi. That's all it's going to be. <laughs> Like I knew I shouldn't have let him bring that black and decker drill on the sea taxi. <laughs> Come to think of it, what's a sea taxi? Is that a thing? Or, or did we just get onto a raft with a madman? <laughs> I mean, no, it'll be fine. There's I mean, taxis else. in Dublin are crazy. You would, like, you'll get people on a rickshaw and you'll get people on a sea taxi. Yeah, you will. You ever think that uh, taxi drivers aren't really racist at all, but they just think we are? So they're just saying whatever. <laughs> they're just saying, like, whatever. They're like, oh, man, the blacks, yeah? And, like, a little bit of you is afraid of a working-class person, so you go, yeah. You know what, blacks, <laughs> yeah, what a blacks, it's a, yeah. It's a, a, a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's a, yeah. a, virtu a vicious cycle. And we go and talk to our friends and go like the taxi driver I had last night. The taxi driver talks to his friend and goes, the passenger I had last night, man. I fucking jokingly said, what about these refugees? And he didn't even say anything. <laughs> he didn't even call me out. I'll tell you. Taxi cab confessions, my eye. And it's US open season. We'll talk about it on the Scrumble B. That's only on the Patreon feed. Oh, of course.
tennis open, right? No. Nope. Tennis open, yes, exactly. Yeah, Is yeah. it? And I'll tell you this, they're allowed Gavri, to Gavri really showed us arse there. Yeah, really bad. Doesn't even know when the tennis US tennis open is on. I know a lot about tennis. I've read Open by Andre Agassi, which is to say I don't know very much about tennis really, but you get a grudging admiration for Andre Agassi. Yeah. Andre Ag- I listened to Open by Andre Agassi, and the person yeah. they have uh do, like reading it is not Andre Agassi, but has like nineties movie trailer voice. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a relatively it's, new thing having the guy who, who who wrote the book reading the book, and now they yeah. yeah. But before that, they were like, "No, no, we don't need that. What we need is someone with a powerful voice to read." It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, so I was taking cocaine with my assistant. Dad made me play. He called <laughs> the machine the dragon. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get anywhere with that, Gavin? With your your um. Uh, oh no I, I i didn't get anywhere for the same reason i'm terrible at golf no follow through um <laughs> although in one although, part, and it is like... the reason that i uh, have <laughs> a lot of follow through very little underwear left <laughs> too much follow through in one sense it must be good to have like the vector of attack that someone's going to go after you with be so very obvious. Like, you don't really have to worry that someone's going to come after you for very much. You're like, well, I've got to be able to defend against shitting myself and having a peed on mustache. That's pretty yeah. much it. <laughs> <laughs> like you do a roast battle, you're like, I've got it. I know what's fucking coming. This is going to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's actually kind of refreshing having like some of your worst days behind you. Yeah. And be able, and like have the the gift of time turn them into comedy for you. Uh, so you know, people like, appreciated you. Embarrassing for... is life gonna get? You know, I shit myself in a house surrounded by friends. <laughs> but people, and it was like, the second for... time I had done that. People forgave you. Not only forgave you, but it became like an endearing story within like really quickly. Like, you, <laughs> like, it was like people were like, yeah, good old Gav, you know. <laughs> it's like, oh, what a rascal. It, like, it, it may have affected you internally. I don't know how you felt about it, but your perception in the world was like improved by it. <laughs> it was, like, and it was so quick as well. I don't know. It was, uh, I guess, I guess the person whose house you did it in might have helped a little bit yeah not that that was a bad person or anything but it's just like that is a funny thing to happen to them (laughs) you know um i don't know Uh, i was in wembley on sunday oh were you actually were you in wembley on sunday oh shit we should have opened with that we should have opened with that sorry about that I mean, I think we got through some pretty important stuff, like in what order should George Bush have done his things? You know, yeah. I think that was... Well, you were in Wembley on Sunday, Jack, for the, according to the people who put it on at least, the largest wrestling event in the world, apart from that one time that Kim Jong-il made 100,000 people go to wrestling on penalty of death. I think uh, I think I think they call it the best selling wrestling event of all time. It's the highest it paid according to themselves. Highest they oversold it. Twenty thousand yeah. people couldn't get in. Uh, <laughs> uh, they sold eighty one thousand tickets, and I think that the reason that the North Korean one doesn't count is because those people probably didn't pay for those tickets. 
but they would have yeah, well, whether, they, whether they did or not i mean the fact is as well it's north korea so it's like why would he even force them to go why wouldn't he just say they did like it's like who fucking cares you know? but um, jackie where you were at aw all out in, in london all in or all in sorry all that's next week all, all yeah in. uh yeah it like like was it a great show yeah it was very fun uh it really does show the difference between like having gone to WrestleMania last year and, and we'll go again next year. Um, it like it really does take thirty or forty years to figure out the production is really cool. <laughs> yeah, because it really was like a wrestling ring in the middle of a stadium, you know. <laughs> yeah, and there was like and here and here's the show. Yeah, they didn't. Um, you could yeah. you could even. T- uh, it was actually a rare pay-per-view that I could have watched live, but instead Michelle and I watched like 15 episodes of Only Fools and Horses and I watched it the next day because, you know, that's... that's you did basically the same. You, so you watched two of the most impactful pieces of entertainment ever come out of Britain. Uh, yeah. And then, and, thir- <laughs> and then 13 more episodes of Only Fools and Horses. episodes of Fools and Horses, yeah. It really, it really was a good show, though, in terms of, like, match quality. Um, yeah, it was great. I loved everything except maybe, like, the Kenny match. Which is kind of um, underwhelming in in the room. That was just that was a six man, was it? Yeah, with Takashita winning. Yeah, I mean they had they they, they have big plans for Takashita, so yeah, I mean yeah, oh he's great, great. yeah yeah he's class, and you um, can but see no, why. I mean like you know, oh yeah yeah, he's 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 got million dollars written all over him. But no, it was fabulous. It was great. Uh, I had I had several friends got beat up on the pre-show. Oh, very good. Was that the was that the was that the hoo ha with the uh, the big show and um and uh, Anthony Galgo? And- no, it was a different hoo ha where yeah. uh, Miro, for formerly known as Risa, came out to do a contract signing, and I was like, huh, I recognize several members of security. Oh yeah, the, the security when you just go like, there's a bunch of independent wrestlers. <laughs> it was it was it was it was Corvin from the Kings of the North. It was Man Like Doris. It was Leon Slater. It was the the OJMO Michael Oku. Uh, Simon Miller was one of the security who you might know from the YouTube. <laughs> Did that happen one of the days when I, I like texted you when like um like Wardlow was doing a gimmick where he's like running through security guards and I was watching Dynamite. I was like, is that fucking Greg who was on our show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, you remember Greg? Yeah. I was like, that security guard looks an awful lot like someone I know. <laughs> yeah, you ever notice how security guards at wrestling events all have slightly more interesting hair than security guards <laughs> yeah. at other events? Yeah. They did. Yeah. And they're like, wow, those are some those are some ponytail having security guards. <laughs> <laughs> there is a t-shirt that does the rounds, which is like uh pro science, pro-choice pro wrestling and i'm like oh i should get one made that's just that but with pro fit at the end <laughs> yeah that works that works and the science the science of course that they're pro is phrenology i'm pretty sure yeah. yes <laughs> you yeah. want the skull shape of the different races to be recorded on t-shirts elsewhere i mean this is it's a it's a, it's a i'll say this it's not unbrave to say that in 2023 <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's not a cowardly not act. Brave. It is not. It's like a suicide bomber. It's like I can't call you a coward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, gosh, I don't want to praise you at all. But like, uh, oh. lads, well, I'll say this: Gavin has manfully got through this episode. He's a tired little boy today. I can see his little yawning little face, and. Um, 
Uh, we appreciate it that you that you managed to do so. I shall rank this beer. <gasps> this is like a very tasty flavor experience that I did not need three hundred and three thirty seven point five CLs on. Mm. Like, mm. like I think these creek and these creeks. I think people like know what they are and they like them. If this was a little sourer, I'd love this, but it's just not quite there. Mm. I'd like a little bit more, you know, a little bit more cringy in my ninja in this regard. But I do like the paper packaging. It's very sustainable, too. I'm not sure if it really is, but it's good to say. <laughs> it feels good to say that something you bought was sustainable, and that's, I think, mostly what the point of it is. But yeah, it, this is fine. Um, and if anything else, actually, the, the sort of sweetness to it sort of slows you down a little bit. It does make you sort of take like sweet-sized sups of it. You're not sculling this. So maybe that is the point of it. Maybe I'm just a big fat alcoholic. There's no <laughs> there's no maybe about it, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, so did I give it a score of seven? It's a seven. Buy it or don't. Buy, Buy it or don't. don't. Try it out. It's got 15% cherries. It does, and it tastes like a like a hull soother, is what I've decided. A fizzy hull soother. But Absolutely. You've sold me on it with that. They should make fizzy hole soothers. That they don't is just proof that God wants you to be miserable. If he wanted <laughs> you to be happy, he'd make your throat soothing medication also fizzy. I think he would do that. I think, yeah, that seems and I was raised to believe, well, I was raised Catholic, so I wasn't raised to believe God loved me, but I've chosen to believe that God loves us. <laughs> and there you go. And I'm really, I see, I'm, I'm almost sorry we didn't kind of think about the. Uh, your trip to London Jack earlier because there was much to talk about. Oh, we can come back to it next week because it turns out you've been using money. Any case, um, really only leaves us one thing to choose to. And I think that's to sustainability. To sustainability. Oh, sustainability. Wow. I want to one. sustain the level of pollution that I am doing on this. Podcast. Yeah, don't, we don't want it to reduce it all. I'm going to keep it. Keep we want it, it to sustain. Yeah. Anything other than sustainability is a problem. All right, gentlemen, that was uh, that was uh, as fun an episode as we had any right to expect from our tired little bodies. Um, tired little bodies, that's right. Have a great yeah. evening, folks, and I'll see you Thank next you. week. I'm going to be tired Thank next you. week as well because I have a wedding. Oh. Oh, legend legend alert. I'm going to be tired tomorrow because Michelle and I are going to watch Grown Ups 3 tonight. Oh! This is the third quite night the, in a row Grown Ups Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't, don't like to brag, like it's not like Finnegan's Wake. I'm not pretending to have read it. It's better. Finnegan's Wake is shite. <laughs> All right, legends. Talk soon. See you. Bye. 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 Good enough. Splice in some reaction shots of me and shove it on the air.